Hello, and welcome to Mothering Earth. I'm Salwa Khan. Litter. Garbage. No one likes it, but what are we doing to clean up what exists and to learn how to reduce the amount of trash we generate? There are proven remedies, and in this edition of Mothering Earth, we're going to see what local organizations under the welcoming umbrella of Keep Texas Beautiful are doing to clean up litter, reduce waste, and beautify our communities. Uh, I'm here today with Christine Schutt-Kenul, who is Senior Program Director at uh, Keep Texas Beautiful in Austin. Uh, This is an organization that has what I think is a very important mission in making the world a more sustainable place and in carrying out that mission through several different programs. Christine, welcome to Mothering Earth. And let's start with you telling us a little bit about what you do here. Sure. Um, Thank you for having Keep Texas Beautiful featured. We're very excited. Um, Yeah, so Keep Texas Beautiful is a nonprofit. We're statewide. And we really deliver our services through our affiliate communities. We have 373 affiliate communities in Texas. um, And that is from our small communities of 36 people to our largest, you know, Fort Worth, Houston area. Um, Our mission is to educate and engage Texans to take responsibility for improving their community environment. And we do that, like I said, through our affiliates. They deliver those programs at a local level because, again, we believe it really needs to happen at a local level. And um, we're able to do that. You know, we're going to talk more about the programs today, but we're able to do that by really educating people giving them the opportunity, um, and getting them excited about, you know, loving Texas and beautifying Texas. And so that's really our mission here. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of how this organization came to be? KTB actually was founded in 1967. We uh, were founded because of the hemisphere was coming to San Antonio and, you know, everybody wanted to really make an impression on the world. So, uh, It was founded in San Antonio, and it was called Beautify Texas Council. And in 1985, we actually became the state affiliate for Keep America Beautiful and changed our name to Keep Texas Beautiful. And also in 1985 was a large turning point for us because we also started our partnership with TxDOT. And TxDOT, uh, the Texas Department of Transportation, delivers the message of don't mess with Texas. And so through our connection with the local level, we're able to make a larger impact with that message. Um, And then from there, we um, have just grown and our affiliates have grown from 13 to, like I said, 373. And we continue to to, uh, take on new communities in Texas. Your three focus areas stated on your website are litter prevention, beautification, and waste reduction. And they all seem to be important as part of a program to create a world that is more sustainable. So can you give us what maybe Keep Texas Beautiful's definition is of sustainable or sustainability? Sure. We kind of, uh, we think of it in two ways, really. uh, Both, a lot of what we do at Keep Texas Beautiful is help to create organizations that are sustainable. So organizations that, you know, are created at a grassroots level and then um, involve different types of people within the community, and then through that strength, 
they continue to be an affiliate as years pass, as people pass. So we, a lot of times we talk about that as our one part of our sustainability efforts is creating lasting organizations in communities. Um, a lot of times what a Keep Texas Beautiful affiliate is, is maybe two or three smaller kind of groups in a community coming together under one big umbrella of Keep Texas, of their Keep Texas Beautiful affiliate. So there might be a garden club already or a group doing some recycling, um, but there are duplicating efforts or, you know, maybe not really having a regular schedule, but by, you know, combining their efforts together, uh, they make a stronger, more sustainable organization. So that's one way we use it. And so you see some of our language does say that. The second way is uh, more of the environmental sustainability, right? So creating um not only an environment of Texas, but again, at that local level, a community that is striving to exist and to um, be both cleaner, but also a more a place that people want to live, work, and play. Um, and so do you want to live in a community that has litter in the parks, that seems unsafe, that has graffiti, or do you want to live in one that is clean, um, and a place where people want to, you know, be safe and can hang out at. So we think of that, um, reducing waste, another point of recycling, of course, we all know it's uh, the idea of reusing it is important, but it's also um, because though Texas has a lot of land, <laughs> so there are more places, unlike some other states in, Texas, in the United States, we do have to be aware that that is not always going to exist. You know, Texas is one of the fastest developing states in the nation, and this land is not always going to be there. And so we need to start thinking about that. We also make it clear that, you know, to many of our communities that recycling is um, also uh, helps to a moneymaker for many communities so that it can sustain itself um, so we a lot of times are kind of the group that goes in there to explain that to communities that don't have recycling. Um, and then beautification is the same idea of being a place where you want to live, work, and play. Um, a lot of communities in Texas kind of, you know, as there was sprawl and people kind of moved out of the smaller towns to the bigger towns, um, there's a movement to kind of make sure that people stay where they live and creating that sustainable economic development, it matters if there is, again, a place people want to live, work, and play. So that's a lot of what we work with communities to create. Again, that sustainable community as well as a sustainable organization. Let's talk one of, about one of the focus areas, which is litter prevention. And there are several programs that you have, but if we could talk about the Adopt a Highway and the Texas Trash Off. Both those programs are partnerships with TxDOT, our uh, strong partnership with TxDOT. And Adopt a Highway is an opportunity for you know, families or businesses to adopt a highway in their area, TxDOT Highway. Um, they, we actually do not run that program, but we promote that program, and many of our affiliates help to uh, kind of run it on a local level. And so if you have a highway that's a TxDOT highway and you feel like it um, could be adopted, you can contact, you know, KTD, and we will help you to find out if that is an adoptable, adoptable highway. And as a part of that adoption, you're asked to clean it up um, several times a year and to do reports on that cleanup. And you're given the materials 
Um, so a lot of times people will call and say, I'm driving to work every day and there is this litter on the side of this road and somebody needs to clean it up in the city or the county or the blah, blah, blah. Um, and the truth is there may not be anybody to clean it up. And so we say a part of our mission mission is individual responsibility. And so this is an opportunity to say, I do see trash every day. I, what can I do? And then we help you to actually have the tools and the resources to clean it up. And that's the same with the, um, the Don't Mess With Texas Trash Off, which is our largest cleanup event um, in, uh, you know, every year. Because, again, it's part of that slogan, the Don't Mess With Texas, which people really um, un- understand what that is and get excited about that. And so we have that in April, and it's an opportunity for groups, anybody, an affiliate or a Girl Scout group, to uh, you know find an area in their community they want to clean up, register their event through KTV, and order materials, and you'll receive those materials so that you can do a cleanup. Um, we what we strive for is that you know we're not just cleaning up messes; that we're also teaching people not to litter. So not only you know cleaning up, but also litter prevention. But we do believe when people get involved with a cleanup, they will never litter again because uh, they had no idea so much litter was out there, um, and how much work it takes to clean it up. So I think after somebody does participate in a cleanup, we kind of think they're an advocate for litter prevention. Um, And then we have other tools that kind of help to teach that, you know, the effects, the negative effects of litter. What what kinds of tools? Sure. Uh, Waste in Place is a curriculum we have. Uh, It's TEKS correlated. It was created by Keep America Beautiful, but again, KTB did the TEKS correlation so that a Texas teacher who is looking for some hands-on activities that are within the areas of our focus areas, uh, they can find, you know, over, there's over 42 lessons in there. And again, um, uh, all of the steps are included, materials needed, definitions. It's a wonderful tool, not only for formal teachers, but we say informal teachers as well. So if you're teaching after school group or you have a summer camp, um, it's easy to modify, and again, because of that hands-on activity, kids love it. Uh, so, for example, paper making is one of the ones that kids get really excited about, uh, but kind of teaches about trees and paper and recycling um, and gets them excited. So, again, it's a really great tool and gets uh, kids and adults thinking about it. And so is it, you, know, you said these are... Uh lessons there but are they uh, like a kit does it come with materials or just tells you what you need yeah it just tells you what to need we there's actually two kind of there's the curriculum with just the lessons or you can actually get a i think they call it a deluxe um edition where there's actually some different card games and books that um are you know, coincide with some of the lessons in the book. But yeah, the materials, most of the materials are like found materials. So things you could find in your recycle box or right. um, craft, some maybe some craft materials. Uh, so the idea is not to obviously have a bunch more yeah. materials. Well, right. um, but uh, but obviously like paper making, you need to blender, things mm-hmm. like that. But no, no, no materials are included with that. Uh, KTB does have free trainings on this curriculum that's open to teachers or, again, informal educators or people who are just looking uh, maybe to teach at a preschool. And um, we have a sponsorship that allows us to do some free trainings across Texas. And then many times our affiliates actually take it to their local districts, become a trainer themselves, and teach it uh, at locally to their school districts there. Sounds like a great program. 
And that information is available on our website. Uh-huh. And then the curriculum is available to um, order as well on our website. Do you get a lot of interest in those We do. Um, we do. I, I think definitely having lessons that are hands-on, um, TEAKS correlated, and about, you know, the environment, about nature, the negative effects of litter, um, it's it's definitely been a, a hot topic. So we do have a lot. And this, this curriculum has been around for about 15 years. So um, a lot of times maybe... Maybe a school district hasn't used it in a few years, but then somebody gets excited about it again. So, um, but we definitely see it used across Texas. And this is for which grades? Again? It's K through fifth grade. Um, though many many uh, people modify it for the for older groups. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a great program, and I'm sure teachers love it because yes. you know it's ready to go and it's exactly. a good activity. <laughs> it's yeah. not brand new. They like right. that too. Right. One question I had is, are there any obstacles you face in organizing some of these events? Do you ever encounter any resistance from local communities or individuals? Uh, not, No, not really. Um, really, I want to say it's embraced because uh, I think w- a few reasons. One, Keep Texas Beautiful has been around for many years. So a lot of times that our reputation has been around. So it's not, again, this new group um, coming in and trying to clean up our community. Um, And also, I think it has to do with our model of having it be organized at a local level. So again, it's not somebody from Austin coming into Wimberley and telling Wimberley what to do, but rather it's the residents of Wimberley deciding this is where we should clean up, or um, this is where we would like a new garden at, uh, which we think is important, especially for Texans. And um, and also, you know, most people want to live in a community that they're proud of. Um, and if somebody's willing to go in there and help them, they're all for it. So uh, really never having any negative um, feedback about, about our cleanup. So um, a great way for people to come together in a community on, uh, you know, on something that they're, it's very positive and most people can agree on it. Right. right. Another sort of related issue, which is another of your focus areas, is waste reduction. Mm-hmm. So why is that something we need to be concerned about? Our waste in place curriculum actually has several lessons in this area that are really wonderful for uh, people in Texas to different reasons to learn about the importance of recycling. Um, And not only recycling, because although recycling obviously is very important, but we also talk about, um, you know, creating less waste. So ways you can do that, because one thing to consider is many communities in Texas do not have access to recycling um, or any way to have access in it in it in any kind of easy within, you know, 30 miles from their house. So uh, we talk about not only the importance of recycling and taking advantage of recycling in your community, but also if that's not something you can do, what can you do? Um, What can you do if your school doesn't have recycling? Um, Can you, you know, use reusable uh, items in your lunch, you know. So the idea is you can individually make a difference. You don't have to wait for it to come to your community. Well, you know, what else can you be doing? Um, 
So, so yes, obviously recycling is important, um, you know, as Texas, again, what I was saying about the land issues, but also uh, water being an issue. And it takes a lot of water to create a lot of these products that are being recycled and it takes water to, to recycle. So any way you can use less, um, is, is a good thing. And also, um, you know, recycling a lot of times with kids, that's what they're really excited about, right? So a lot of kids, maybe they were going to throw down that plastic bottle, but if they know they can recycle it, they're going to take it to the recycling bin. They might not have taken it to the trash can, but they're going to take it to the recycling bin. Um, so uh, we definitely try to teach that at a young age because that's where really a lot of that excitement and education to the whole entire house <laughs> happens is if a kid is learning it at school. Uh, but again, yes, we, we have different programs that on recycling and a lot of our communities, um, maybe the affiliate community, say it's in, you know, one of our larger cities, they have recycling, uh, but something to remember is it's a constant education on recycling, on what can be recycled, what can't, um, how do you contaminate it so that it, you know, how to keep any contaminated items out of it so that it actually does get recycled. So that is a lot of what our affiliates do is really education again on that local level on what recycling they can do in their community and then what other pieces they can do. Yeah, it seems like that would be really important because mm -hmm. I know we have recycling. Um, but I often wonder even, you know, if some of the stuff we're putting in there is actually going to be recycled maybe because, you know, like you put a, a a glass bottle mm -hmm. and you know how well do you have to rinse it out before right. it's going to be I don't right. know right yeah and yeah. um where, and where, I would love to find that kind of yeah and a, and a lot of our affiliates you know that's what they do and as well as they're we're a partner with the state um state of Texas alliance for recycling called star and a lot of what they do again is working with communities in Texas on on recycling issues mm -hmm. at a and um, so they're sometimes our go-to for really knowledge and um, deep knowledge of recycling. Uh, they're very aware and have their hands on that. So that's, that's another place to always go to, for more information. And then is um, uh, composting part of your recycling message? Yes. Well, it, it is. Um, and again, there's lessons in waste in place on composting as well as warm composting. Um, and our affiliates really do a lot on composting. Again, that's kind of a, a program that does better at a, at a local mm -hmm. because it's again, very hands-on, um, teaching composting, but yes, we, uh, we, uh, provide workshops on master composting classes so that then that master composter can go and teach uh, classes on composting. So a lot of our affiliates hold uh, what kind of what we call green seminars in their community. So mm -hmm. Maybe it's, you know, first Saturday of the month at a library teaching on um, rain harvesting, composting, some of those kind of um, those more hands on. Um, so that's a lot of what our affiliates do, getting subject matter experts. Uh, again, we a part of our affiliates partnerships is very much with the master gardeners. Um, so our, the master gardeners do who do a wonderful amount of work. Um, on a volunteer basis, partner with our affiliates to help kind of design the gardener, gardens and uh, teach local residents on the gardens. Because again, um, you know, our affiliates are not always the expert in all of these areas, mm -hmm. but as that umbrella group really can bring all these pieces together. As individuals, we sometimes feel overwhelmed mm -hmm. and don't know 
you know, or, or may, may just feel that, well, you know, what difference will it make if I recycle this particular bottle, right. you know? Right. Um, is there anything? Well, and I, I, yes, I think that's a large part of what we were founded on was that individual responsibility. Um, because if all of us say, what difference does it make? Um, then nobody's recycling <laughs> and nobody's going to help clean up the litter and nobody's going to plant a tree in a public park um, because they're waiting for somebody else to do it. So uh, a lot of what we teach and our affiliates teach is, you know, you have an idea, um, you're a community member, you know, come to us and we'll help you to implement that in our community. So um, you don't have recycling in your school. Uh, a lot of times that's what our affiliates do. They work with uh, the student council or maybe it's one champion mm -hmm. student or a green teams in the school to bring it to their their school um, because that's all it takes, you know. And, and maybe it's not going to be in the entire community um, if it's not there, but, you know, it's one step at a time. So uh, be it at your church, bringing recycling to your church, um, recycling at your basketball uh, different basketball games or something right. like that. Right. Um, so just kind of, you know, as an individual seeking that out, um, having a passion for that, and then partnering with your affiliate if you have one. And then if you don't have one, you can start an affiliate. Um, they, there's, you know, a process, and we are with you step by step to start an affiliate in your community if there isn't one there. So, so I think the message here is that individuals can make a difference and that your organization is here as a resource to help people get organized and start programs that can lead towards sustainability. Yes, exactly. Okay, the third area of focus is beautification. So how is this related to sustainable issues? Beautification, um, we often say also community greening because uh, beautification definitely also includes uh, vegetable gardens and demonstration gardens. And uh, again, I think it's a part of our, our larger belief in, and I will say it again, to be a better place to live, work, and play. And, um, you know, I think you can tell the difference between a community that has a K2B affiliate and who doesn't. And that is uh, a lot of times the easiest way is the beautification, the plants, um, because that's a lot of times as funding in our cities and our, our state government have been cut, those are the pieces that are cut. Um, so having a local group of passionate people to actually take that on um, can make a huge difference in a community. Um, and, you know, it's been proven not only does it make it a prettier place to live, but also usually a safer place to live. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of studies on blight studies. You know, if if there is, you know, illegal dumping, which is another area our affiliates work um, passionately in, is if there is a place that has constant illegal dumping and nobody cleans it up, nobody is tending to it, and it looks like a place that people can go to anytime they want to dump, it's going to continue to be a place to dump. But if there is a group there to um, help tend to it, plant some plants there, um, uh, make sure that anything does get dumped, it gets cleaned up within 24 hours, 
you're not going to see that continued dumping. So again, it's that idea of people are going to litter where they see litter. Um, they're going to, uh, you know, do graffiti where they see graffiti. So our affiliates really take on those areas and those projects. Um, so again, making it a, a beautiful place as well as a safe place for community members. I would, would do want to mention it since you're from Wimberley that we do have a Keep Wimberley Beautiful and they do a lot of planting projects. Um, they do a lot of cleanup projects. I know they do their Don't Mess With Texas Trash Off every year. So if you're looking to get involved locally, I know uh, like several of them are always needing help. Um, uh, so they've been around for over 20 years that Martha Nees has been organizing it. Uh, but, but, you know, newer members would be great, newer people interested in it. And, um, and also if you're not able to to maybe get involved in planting, but I know that you have the two thrift towns in Wimberley and uh, Keep Wimberley Beautiful is a beneficiary of what the thrift stores there and where their budget comes from. So I would say definitely shop there. <laughs> you're reusing, you're recycling, and you're giving back to Keep Wimberley Beautiful. Sounds good. Young people, of course, are uh, a focus of mm -hmm. many of your programs. We've talked about some of that in the uh, educational sort of realm. Um, are there other youth programs or programs that involve youth uh, pointed toward teaching environmental sustainability? Yes. So we mentioned Waste in Place. Um, we also, this year, we're going to have our second, um, we have a calendar contest, which is the Don't Mess With Texas calendar contest. And it's a chance for K, K through five to really start talking about litter. Um, a lot of what we believe is that you change the norm. So if a norm is you finish your wrapper and you throw it ground, on the ground, um, if that's what everybody else is doing, then everybody's going to continue to do that. So we believe by changing the norm, so the norm is no longer doing that, but recycling the wrapper um, or throwing it in the correct uh, receptacle. So we think we believe this calendar makes that difference by getting young children talking about that and really understanding the negative effects of litter. And we're able to do that again in our partnership with the Don't Mess With Texas campaign because that slogan is so prevalent in Texas um, and, and popular. So uh, we have that contest again this year, which will open up in January 8th, and it runs until uh, we'll take um, people's entries until – April 18th. Uh, we also have a recyclable, which is a competition at a local level uh, that then goes to a national level. So schools can, uh, for a six-week period, measure their recycling amounts, and they're being entered in a competition against uh, nationally. So they can be awarded both at a local level. So but say it's uh, Keep Wimberley Beautiful was measuring the different you know, uh, recyclables that were, uh, gained in that school against another school. So it's kids love competition. Schools love competition. So it's kind of the idea to bringing that competition into recycling. Um, so we have recycle bowl in the fall as well. And then I, we mentioned the don't mess with Texas trash off, but I also want to mention it doesn't have to be adult led. Um, it can be led by students, um, or youth groups who are wanting to do a cleanup in their area. Um, and so uh, that would be another way if somebody wanted to get involved or do some cleanups, they definitely could. And um, we have the our 
Youth and Educator Awards as well. So if you wanted to recognize, maybe you have an individual youth leader that's doing wonderful work, it's a great way to recognize them, as well as a youth group or teachers. A lot of our teachers are doing the recycling and the beautification as extra to what they already do on a daily basis. Uh, But they're passionate about it, and they know kids really love recycling and and planting. Um, And they do green teams or after-school clubs. And so if you wanted to recognize them locally, you could apply for uh, the Youth and Educator Awards, which are due in February. Get involved in your local Keep Texas Beautiful affiliates like Keep Wimberley Beautiful. Talk to the young people you know and inspire them to keep the earth and their environment sustainable and beautiful. That's all for Mothering Earth. I'm Salwa Khan. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Thank you.